Good afternoon, good evening, good night. Uh, this is Pastor Lorenzo Neal, and I would like to welcome you to the first broadcast of Zira. Zira is a show that is dedicated to showing, sowing seeds of knowledge to you, our listening audience. Our motto is, we believe that you can accomplish a lot through knowing, being, doing, and impacting. Knowing who you are, who you are, and what you're capable of, being that to the fullest, doing what God has called you to do and empowered you to do through His Word, and impacting the lives of the world around you. We'll be talking about various things in this broadcast. We'll cover, of course, a lot, a lot of uh, theological concepts, spiritual concepts, uh, social political concepts, and how they revolve around the church. We want you to take your time out just to listen, and there's a number you'll be able to call, and you'll be able to uh, have a dialogue with us. We want everybody who's listening to be a part of this program. Listen, we know God is doing a good thing for everybody. It doesn't matter what it seems like. We know that He is doing it for you, and we want you to know that God has your back. You're not in this alone. You don't have to do anything by yourself. God is with you, and just because He's with you, you're able to do more than you think you do. So, welcome to Zira. Take your time to listen, uh, participate, share, and all that God has put on our hearts. And we are looking forward to uh, being a blessing to as many as we possibly can. Well, good morning. Good morning. We are live. And we're glad that you're able to join us this morning. Uh, this is the first show, first launch, and we're kind of nervous about it. But we want you to know that we're excited as well. So we'll get started by telling you a little bit about ourselves, who we are, what we're doing, and um, go from there, okay? My name is, as stated, Pastor Lorenzo Neal. We uh pastor in the African Methodist Episcopal Church uh, in the 12th Episcopal District. We got our start under Bishop uh, Talbot, and now we're living in the 8th Episcopal District under Bishop Carol and Tyler Guidry. But we're more than that. We are also a teacher, educator, author, and we are now a radio broadcaster. So we are excited about all that we're doing and everything. We, we're, that, we're nervous <laughs> about this first show, but we know that God is going to do a good thing. Today we want to talk about, uh, give you a little bit more about my background, but we want to segue into some, um, some current news. And, of course, we know that yesterday was Father's Day, and we want to celebrate our fathers also we realize that there's a lot of fathers out there who are doing some excellent job, doing an excellent job and and not being recognized for it. And there are many fathers we know. We're always hearing about the deadbeat dads or the, the dads who don't do anything. But we know that God is raising up men who are fulfilling their obligations as, and their roles as fathers. And we're grateful for that. We know that uh, there are a lot of women also who are focusing 
their energy and their efforts as fathers, figures, and we want to recognize and thank God for them. But uh, let's get right into the show here this morning. Uh, again, we want to thank everyone in our listening audience for joining in in our first live, uh, first broadcast of Zero today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. This was birthed in our heart many times, some time ago, and you know it's just been a wonderful task trying to get to where we are, and we're glad that we're here. But I tell you, the devil has been busy, or technology has been busy. It's been a a wonderful, productive weekend, but it has been a wonderful, uh, frustrating start to the day. I mean, when I was trying to get prep show show prep done, I, anything that you could think of that was going wrong decided to go wrong. No connection to the internet. Um, <laughs> we had various problems with our sounds and things of that nature. Man, it was it was rough, but <laughs> we we made it through. We're on air. We're glad to be on air. And we're thankful to God for being able to do this. Let me tell you a little bit more about myself, real quick, uh, about my background. My background. Um, I'm originally from North Louisiana, from Monroe, Louisiana, and I currently live in uh, South Louisiana. And I tell you, it could be more of a difference uh, when you hear people talking about Louisiana. They talk about uh, it's like three different. States, you have the northern, which is like South Arkansas, Sportman's Paradise. You have um, the south, which is New Orleans and Cajun area, Creole and all of that. And that's where I am right now, uh, near the Lafayette area. And um, Then you have western, southwestern Louisiana, that's uh, Texas, like the Texas, Tex-Mex mix, and it's a wonderful thing, I tell you. I, I love it in my state. And even in the middle of the crisis that we're in right now, uh, with the oil spill uh, in the Gulf, um, it's still a wonderful place to come and visit. It's still wonderful. And, yes, our beaches are open. You can come and it's uh, come and enjoy the beaches and come enjoy the good old dirty south of Louisiana. <laughs> um, uh, so I was born and raised here in Louisiana. I was called to ministry at the age of 12, and I... I started out as, you know, when I accepted my call, I'll never forget it. It was a, a Baptist youth encampment at the campus of Southern University in Baton Rouge. And I went there, and um, the call was the given to recommit, rededicate the life, and I did. And upon that day, i never forget, I talked with Dr. T.J. Jemison, who was the president of the convention and the, at the time. And when I spoke with him, I told him, I said, I believe God called me to preach, and Next thing you know, we got back to my home church and shared it with my pastor. And he allowed me to do some speaking, but not as a preacher, just as a youth speaker. And finally got the chance at age 16 to uh, preach my first sermon. I preached the first sermon, and there's been no turning back since then. God has blessed me. Uh, went on to college at Arkansas, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff. It's in the band. I was in the band. I, I, matter of fact, I was a band fanatic. In high school at Carroll High School and um, at the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, band fanatic, and majored in ed- music education, became a band director, and went on to graduate school at the University of Arkansas Little Rock and um, liberal studies there. Studied with Dr. Robert Borey in music composition and theory, and also in rhetoric and writing. So I was kind of well versed in in the music area and in uh, the writing area, 
And um, also Seminary, Jackson Seminary in North Little Rock, Arkansas. It's a wonderful school, uh, uh, one of our schools in the African Methodist Episcopal Church Connection. And uh, it was a challenging school, but I thank God that I was had the ability to go there, get some training. Um, and also now in the education field, doing some graduate studies and toward administration. So I just wanted to give you a background to show that I've been around the block a little bit, and, you know, I'm not just some uh, shot-of-the-night guy who is just trying to get his own show together. <laughs> but God be praised anyway. We, um, we're glad to be able to do this, and we're, we're excited about what God has brought us from, you know, from a little 12-year-old kid, 16-year-old kid preaching the gospel, uh, and now to a pastor of a Methodist church that's growing and glowing for Christ. and We're just excited, and we just want to share that with you. We're going to take a short break, and uh, we're going to be back. And when we come back, our first segment we're going to be talking about is a, a topic that happened a few weeks ago um, with the um, uh, pastor in Houston. And we're going to talk about a couple of other things, and we're wanting you to call in. You can call into the show if you'd like to. The call-in number that you can call in is one nine one seven three eight eight four two nine three. 917-388-4293, and uh, we'll be welcome to hear your call and uh, share and dialogue with you. So we're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to Zira today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Uh, we are, again, this is the first broadcast of the show, and uh, we're excited because, it, like I said, it's a wonderful thing, and it's interesting how to get all of this together. And I tell you, when I say it is a a tedious and arduous task, it really is, but we are excited to be on the air. Again, you are able to come in and share with us on the show at this call-in number, at one nine one seven three eight eight four two nine three. We have a couple of topics here. We have a few more minutes, and we want to get into a topic here um, that was, as I read last week, was very interesting. Um, about a little over a week in early June, and I don't have – I'm trying to pull up this article here real quick. But um, there was a Houston pastor 
um, uh, early in June who had his son kill his wife or his stepson killed his mother. And I thought that was that was an interesting story um, uh, because of the fact that that um, I, I asked the question here. I asked the question: How in the world did this pastor um, allow his? How did this pastor get so corrupt to the point that he wanted to kill his wife or paid his son, his stepson, to kill his wife and? The reason I, I, I thought about that is because uh, in the African-American church, in the black church, we stick by our pastors. I tell you what, you know, uh, <laughs> I tell you what, we stick by our pastors. I mean, they was, uh, you could, some pastors can get away from with anything and still stay pastor of their church. But um, I was wondering, there should have been some things that were obvious to his congregation uh his, it was said that his wife knew of his philandering, his adulterous affairs, and every every marriage has some some issues. And um, and I I'm I'm of the point, you know, it doesn't matter what the issues are, you know, you should be able to take it to the Lord in prayer and with each other. And you know, there are really shouldn't be no thing as um, as irreconcilable differences if this marriage is built around uh, Christ, centered on Christ. There. There should be no such thing as um, irreconcilable differences, but hey, what do I know? <laughs> um, but um, this pastor, Tracy Burleson, uh, and his son, uh, they're both facing murder charges for slaying um, his wife, Pauletta. Um, and it was alleged that he was involved with another woman. And that the woman was also involved with the son. Now, that's what gets interesting to me, uh, interested to me. But my my thing is, how could where was the accountability? You know, how could a pastor get away with that? And then you know, well, not just get away with that, but you know, with the philandering, the adultery. How could a congregation not know? And I can tell you from experience, it's easy to fool congregations. You know, well, I'm not saying fool, but you know. Lifestyle should mean a lot, and some people get away with it, some people don't. Um, but, you know, you have a lot of bad pastors in congregations, and I just wonder, this just happens to be one of the worst kind in any congregation, and there are many others. Um, but I'd like to hear what you have to think on this. Um, but my honest opinion is, you know, I'm glad that he's being brought to justice. I can't see why he would allow, why he would persuade his son even pay allegedly pay his son to commit that crime when he could simply have, you know, repented, you know, addressed the issue and said that he wanted out. Uh, you know, but that's the way the world goes. Uh, but that's just an interesting thing I thought about this pastor. So if you want to call in, you can call in and give your comments. And if not, you can still, uh, the show will be archived and you can, um, you can share your opinion there. Also, you can chat with us uh, if you like. Um, you can email us and chat with us and and share your opinion on on the um, through instant message chatting. Uh, also, you know we're in the Gulf here, and it is now nearly um, 65 days, I believe, 62, 65 days. I, I don't know, 
but it's a lot. It's uh, two months after the the explosion of the old rig, and here it is. Uh, they're still talking about the bad stuff and and BP's BP's CEO is living it up. Uh, recently, just was at a yachting event, and you know. It's just interesting. He he is absolutely doing his best to show how <laughs> distant he wants to be from this tragedy. And no matter what, um, they are paying. But you know, what what good is it? Uh, I, I tell, I share with, I've shared with others, and I love my president. Um, I'm glad that he's there. Uh, I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but. I share with this, and I'm not saying this in a negative way, but he's acting like a trial lawyer. As a matter of fact, the entire administration is acting like trial lawyers in, this, in addressing this there. You know, they're saying, well, in order to, to fix the situation, throw money at the situation. And money is going to work. Money is going to bring it. You know, money is going to make them be quiet. Money is going to make people be happy. Money is going to restore everything. And, of course, we know money does not answer everything. If the situation doesn't get resolved completely, you know, those of us here down in this area, you know, uh, we're going to be looking forward to some tedious times if the hurricanes come and start blowing that oil towards the land, you know. And like I said, you know, people can do some money. People can throw money to it, and that's not going to really help anything. But, again, you know, what do I know? <laughs> Uh, I'm getting the cue. It's time for me to take a short break, and um, we're going to come back, and we'll be wrapping up our last segment uh, for right now. So we're going to take this break, and when we come back, we'll come back with our last segment. Be back in a minute. broadcast of Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal. Again, I am Pastor Lorenzo Neal, and we're glad that you are here with us. Uh, this has been an interesting journey for us so far. We have had a wonderful beginning, and I shared earlier in the first segment how um, we were being, <laughs> anything that could go wrong, went wrong, trying to do this initial broadcast. And, 
but God has allowed us to make it. We are here, and we're broadcasting, and we've uh, had a wonderful uh, two segments so far. This is the last segment uh, for this for the show today. Again, if you miss any part of the show, um, the show is archived, so you can go on to our, our website, uh, on Blog Talk Radio, and archive the show Zero Today with Pastor Lorenzo Neal and listen to it, or and uh, be available right after the show ends. Also, you can call in. Uh, we want you to, if you can, call in to our guest call-in number, 1-917-388-4293. Eventually, we're going to get to the toll-free number. <laughs> uh, but you know how that is. <laughs> but again, we're excited uh, about the opportunity to be able to do this. And, you know, it's a wonderful thing, and we're glad that God is allowing us to do that. Um, while we're on air, we've had two segments. We've talked about uh, Houston Pastor Tracy Burleson and his arrest, um, allegedly paying his son to kill his wife. And that was part of the first segment. We talked a little bit also about this, the oil crisis in the Gulf and uh, how um, everyone still seems frustrated. And, and I, I made the comment of how uh, uh, the administration, the Obama administration, is acting like trial lawyers, you know, throwing money. Uh, as a matter of fact, what, there was one senator who said it's like a shakedown for BP, a $20 billion shakedown, $20 billion shakedown. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but they did, BP did say that they were would put that money in escrow. Now, that money is not going to be immediately accessed to anyone, but, hey, you know, it's there. And, you know, I, I am glad that, BP is doing all that they can to help everyone and uh, make sure people are getting needs met. But, you know, again, the real issue is when will it be done? When will it be over? When will they stop the leak? When will they get all the gulf, the oil out of the gulf? When will we see a resolution, a tangible resolution that the people in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast can feel relief, but um, we know how that is. Uh, when the world gets where it is right now, you know, it's all about we'll take care of it when we take care of it, and until then you do your thing. Well, but again, again, what do I know? I'm just a, I'm just a radio host. Huh? Yeah. But uh, uh, we only have a few more minutes here left remaining on the show, several minutes left remaining in the show, and I am excited about this opportunity. I know I've been saying that over and over and over again, but you can never say it enough when you realize what you're doing, what you're doing, and where you come from to be able to do what you're doing. It's a wonderful thing. Again, if you want to call in, the call-in number is 1917-388-4293. You can call in and um, you can make your comments. And we also are able to chat online if you want to chat um, there's a, a chat room available on Block Talk, and uh, you can go in and chat with us. Um, I want to put a plug in for my book real quick. <clears throat> I authored a book. The name of the book is called A Breach in the Family, A Breach in the Family. And uh, this is uh, one of my first uh, books that I've published, and I, I, I've written a lot. Uh, this is... But this is one of the first ones that I've taken the initiative actually 
write and market. And uh, it's an interesting book. Um, uh, on tomorrow, tomorrow marks the 30th anniversary of my mother's murder. Uh, my mother was shot cold blood 1985 times by her living lover. Um, and she passed away. And we celebrate her memory and I celebrate her life. And um, part of this uh, book talks about um, what happened after that. Um, not so much as it was a bad thing, but the Lord caused us to, my brothers and I, my mother's children, caused us to grow and prosper afterwards. Uh, and just in March, my, one of my baby brothers passed away, and we we mourned him because it was, again, you know, it was a tragic murder also. But um, the scripture, the, the book is based off the scripture in Genesis chapter 38. If you ever get a chance to go there and read that, it's the story of Judah and Tamar, uh, where Judah has sons who are killed, and he has a daughter-in-law, Tamar, um, who basically wants a child, does not have a child, and wants to carry on the line. Um, she ends up deceiving her father-in-law, Judah, to sleep with her, and they produce twins. And one of the twins, Perez, uh, he deceased the midwife. by He wasn't supposed to come out of the womb first, but he came out the womb first. Thus his name is Perez, which means breach. And uh, there's a lot of us who have breaches in our families. We have that those situations that disturb, distract, and do all kinds of damage in our families. And uh, the good thing is that even though Perez caused the breach, and Perez was deceptive. Uh, the Savior, Jesus the Christ of Nazareth, was a direct descendant of that breach. He came through Perez's lineage, and it's an amazing thing how God can take what we mess up, you know. <laughs> he can take what we mess up and cause it to be a blessing. As a matter of fact, bring salvation and bring restoration and reconciliation through a breach. Uh, so, if you ever get a chance, I encourage you to uh, order a copy of my book, A Breach in the Family, by Pastor Lorenzo T. Neal. It's available. You can go to uh, www.amazon.com. You can go to barnesandnobles.com. You can go to uh, borders.com, and you can go to exlibras.com, and you can order the, a copy of the book. Amen? And uh, we're glad that you have listened in. Listen, for the next few minutes, I just want to express my thanks um, and for you who have been listening, uh, this is no easy task for anyone to do, and I am by all means grateful that I am humbled to be able to do this show. And we'll be coming to you, hopefully, as God allows, every Monday, um, Mondays at 9. And like I say, if you miss a show, even if I miss a show, some will be pre-recorded um, and some won't be. But if you miss a show, you can go to the website on Blog Talk Radio, and you can listen to our archive show. I want to leave you out with this thing here, uh, a thought. I On my board in my office, I have an affirmation that the Lord allowed me to write some time ago. And the affirmation simply says, I expect good and I receive it. Uh, it's a positive expectation. I didn't get it. I didn't write it. Um, I was going to a church in Arkansas. This was our responsible reading. 
but it says, I expect good and I receive it. It has been said that we get what we expect. Indeed, there is a drawing quality to expectancy. I expect the best. My positive expectations draw to me the blessings that have already been prepared for me. My God has promised to supply all my needs according to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. He's further promised to bless my going out and my coming in. And I say that, and some more to go into that, but I say that daily, and I'm telling you, it's a wonderful thing to to know that God has your back. And also I want to encourage you, those of you who are not church, to uh, find a church. If you do not have a relationship with Christ, to have a relationship with Christ so that you can have an abundant life and live life to the fullest. And you think you're doing it now, just imagine what happens when you have a real life with Christ. Well, my time is up, and I my time is up, and I just want to thank you all for joining this broadcast. Lord bless you, Lord bless you.